1: We'll be talking about uh, what you're willing to do to get the property. Before we do it, that, though, let's talk about your mail. As we all know that getting offers into the hands of people with land that you want to buy is crucial to the success of our business, and there's no better or cheaper way to do that than Rocket, Print, and Mail. Justin and I both run our business on it and couldn't be happier. It's quick, easy, and by far the most effective way to get your letters out. So go check them out at rocketprintandmail.com forward slash casual Fridays
0: REI. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. You hungry? Ready to eat? Why'd you say that? Because you we're talking about what you're willing to do to get a deal. And this doesn't come without a willingness to actually get your hands dirty, get in there and actually work. There's a, there's a piece to this that I, I I'm super excited about it. This topic for you today, because this is your topic. I'm here for it, but I'm excited about it. And I'm excited about it because it means you're getting into gritty. And from day one, I've always said, you got to get in there and fucking work. You got to get in there and figure the things out. And there is money to be made in the problems. We've said this over and over and over, whether you're figuring out how to cure deeds, the death on deeds, what the little details, solving the access issues, what, what you're willing to do. And I think you're going to explain to us what you're willing to do on this one and kind of some of the steps that you've taken because I think it is perfect reminder for some of us to just sit on the top and just try to eat the froth. So I'm going to let you take it away with that build up.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, throw it on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is – we're thinking of ways – to get property outside of your typical mail, which I think is a good way to plug, the Rocky print and mail sale. Okay. Next week, yeah. i was just trying get to think to of a way at, to bring that in there. Get outside of your <laughs> mail, but we got to sell on mail. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean you, you have to send the mail to get these opportunities to. Okay, so you do got leads coming into you. Yeah, got yeah. you. But let's go back. I want to real quick talk about that Rocky print and got mail you. sale. Okay. March fourth through sixth. March fourth through the sixth, which is
0: next right. week. Fourth through ninth. Fourth through ninth. Yeah, I'm looking at big ass calendar that Peyton's got on a wall here. That was a gift from her, her amazing boss. Yeah, and today is March first, so
1: um, it's technically leaked. the show is coming out on Friday, which oh, okay. is <laughs> thank you, Peyton, <laughs> our one studio audience <laughs> member. Um, yeah, so all next week, all next week, make sure you get out there and get your mail bought and uh, get take care, take advantage of that sale.
0: It is the cheapest mail you can buy in the niche. Yes, without. Without all no bars held or anything, that is the cheapest, yeah. So get it.
1: And other people do rocket print mail, but what we're saying, ours, our discounts cheaper, better, faster, better, faster, and better. Yep, yep. Um, uh, yeah, I actually had this thought today because, um, I think as land investors over the years, we've all just been so spoiled. You know, you yep. get you send out mail, it comes back, and you look and go, it has access or it doesn't. Yep, and if it doesn't for the longest time, you just passed because there was always a deal coming right up behind it Yep, that didn't. Yep. Mail counts are a lot higher now. Mm-hmm. There's other people doing other things, texting, cold calling and all that. And So mm-hmm. when you look at a deal these days, it may not be exactly perfect when you first look at it and mm-hmm. instead of just passing on it, you got to be kind of be like, well, what can I do to make this perfect for me? Okay. And I was just on the phone with a guy that I'm working with and we're looking at a 80-acre parcel and for all intents and purposes, it's landlocked. Okay. And we love the property though. It's a perfect rectangle. It's covered in trees. It's in a great area. It's I mean it's just beautiful. And we're sitting there talking, and I'm like, and he's like, well it's landlocked. I'm like, yeah it is. And then I was thinking, but why are we stopping there? Like, okay, what can we do to make it not landlocked? And you know, it's like, well here's this neighbor in front of us has is on the street. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's find out where this guy is. Try and buy his property. And we find we Google, and you know we go like full creep mode, and we find out he's dead. Okay. Okay, well, he had a wife. Okay, and then we creep mode on his wife. Well, now she's 87, retirement home, and whatnot. Okay. Like, well, they had kids. I see it on because we found the guy's obituary. Okay. So let's look up the kids. Well, one kid still lives in the county. Okay. And then we creep mode and find more. And then we find his phone number, his address, where he worked, and all that stuff. And now it's like, I was like, okay, now we're chasing this guy down. Okay. Right. And the idea is like, it may it may or may not work on this one particular property, but eventually if you keep this mindset up mm-hmm. and you're doing this on every property that may not be perfect at the beginning, mm-hmm. you're going to start making money because you're figuring out those ideas. Like you said earlier, we've constantly been saying this for five plus years now, mm-hmm. however long it's like the money is in the problems that we solve. Yep. So why aren't we in a, why aren't we taking every problem that comes and, s- Every problem that comes, instead of just saying, "Well, it doesn't work," it's like, "What can we do to make this work?" I, I can answer that question for you.
0: Mm-hmm. We're greedy. We want it fast, and we want it now. Well, that's this—that's spoiled
1: from <laughs> being a land investor <laughs> yeah. from the good old days. You know, I'm doing air quotes, yeah, right. But it's like we have been notoriously spoiled uh, because it's been so easy. But as things get harder, like traditional investors, like home investors and commercial investors, that they run into problems all the time. But they, yeah. they figure that stuff. It's not as—it's never been as easy for them as it has been for us. Yeah.
0: And that's a great point. So I, I'm going to back up a little bit on that because what's it worth to you? You know, is the property it's, it still has a value even though it's landlocked. So is it worth buying it and wholesaling it to a neighbor for five grand or is it worth buying and working through a process? I've got a lawsuit going on right now in Oklahoma where we're, we're fighting for access. Property had access. It was subdivided. Um, and then it was never put in writing. The people put a gate up. And so they're trying to adverse possession the previous owners that they bought it for from took our owner out to the property, showed them how to get there via the road that's there. There's a phys- there's physical access, just not legal access. So we and and the property in Oklahoma sits on a section line. So this is one of those things. It's when you have a property in Oklahoma, you look at if it's landlocked, is it on a section line? So the question becomes is what is it going to cost to get it fixed if you can remedy it? And what is the property worth and what is your what is your risk tolerance in there? So let's say the property is worth three grand an acre as this property is. We bought it for $500 an acre. Can I sit on a $20,000 for this 40-acre property for, you know, a year, two years while I work through the legal process, and it still be worth it to make $90,000 back or $120,000 back? Can you, is, it, is it worth it in that aspect? Mm-hmm. And so, so a lot of times the answer is yes, but you have to start working down the the the, the checklist. Who's the neighbor like y'all did? You went down that. We did that. We wrote the guy a letter. He called us back, and we found his phone number. He called us and said, yeah, I'll just buy it from you. Great. We close on it. He tells us no. I just changed my mind. The interest rates are too high. I don't want to do it. You're getting a ninety thousand dollar property for thirty grand. This is a really good deal for you. You need to take this. No, we don't want to. Okay, great. So we back off. Now it goes to we take it to the attorney. Attorney says yeah, twenty five hundred dollar retainer, and we get started. Probably going to be into the problem for about five grand when it's all said and done. We're going to have to pay some damages on the road. But our secondary suit inside of this is a. It should have it. It should be implied access because there's a road there. It's been used for years. Secondary, it is on a section line. State statute allows for you to have section line access. We don't want to tear up his property. We want to use the road that's by there by the oil and gas people. Let's just let us follow us in. So, you know, you start checking those things out. But is that problem a $60,000 problem for us to solve? $80,000 problem? Possibly a $100,000 problem for us to solve.
1: And at that point, is. You have to decide if it, is, if it is or isn't worth it at that yep. point, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think this this thought process, and it's not like some rel- – it's not some mind uh, – Some revelation? Some revelation, right? Yeah. It's just ah, – ah, yeah, Adam got uh,
0: struck uh, by uh, lightning uh,
1: yesterday. <laughs> no, I just think it's more like – and maybe uh, it's just me being spoiled, but I feel like every – in it, I know we got told we were spoiled today because someone, remember someone texted us a land deal, and we were like – uh. Now it's not enough spreading that, and they were like, and they, and they were like, well, you should do a podcast on how spoiled land investors are. <laughs> I don't remember, don't remember that. that. No, because no. my I memory's mean. not the best when it comes to <laughs>
0: stuff I say no to. Yeah,
1: and in like this, like the revelation came to me today. You know, because I have like we did a big mailer and we're doing good right now. We have a lot of properties coming in, and this could have been very easily one of those ones that we passed on just because we have so much other stuff coming in. Yeah, We don't really want to pass on things anymore. It's like. Because the industry is getting tougher, in my opinion, because okay. there's so many more people doing it. You okay. know, you just gotta, if you're not taking that time to be more creative and work through all the deals and make that may not be perfect on the beginning, but make mm-hmm. them perfect for you and make them you know, all that, then you're going to be missing out on a whole lot more, especially as more people come to the niche and keep us going.
0: Yeah, it's, I, I'm hearing what you're saying. A couple of things that just stand out to me, I, ha- I have a, a word of caution in that, because we, I don't want somebody to come back and say, well, Adam said you got to work through all the problems. There's a difference in letting the property tell you there's no way to fix it versus taking a little bit of brain power at a time. So you're not saying spend the next month trying to figure this out. This is a, hey, is there a recorded easement for the neighbor at all? Do we know that yet or not? Or is there an easement at all? Not, No. Okay, there's not. Okay. So second place is, will the neighbor give me an easement and can I cut it in? You reach out to them. You can ask or do you buy the property from them? Hey, they may not want to sell the property, but they'd sell you a 40-foot strip across their property and let you build it on the fence line from a driveway in. What is that going to cost you? Well, road's going to cost you about $15 a foot. The driveway, 15, call it 1500 plus $15 a foot to get to your property. Tell them you'll maintain it, and you're going to sell it. You'll put up a gate, two gates, and now you have, what, I don't know how wide their property is, but let's just call it 2,000 feet so you have $3,000, $4,500 two more gates. You're in at $8,000 and you paid them a couple bucks. Maybe they do it for a grand. Maybe they do it for two grand. So you're 10 grand to open up access in this property at, at, at worst case. Now you got to ask yourself, what's that property worth before you put the 10 grand into it and try to buy it at that because you're solving that problem for the seller. Hey, it's landlocked, man. I really want this property, but if you don't know the neighbor and can't get me a signed easement, then I'll fix it. But I, I, if you can't give me that paperwork, I got to buy it at less at a discount. And then start working through that and start working through if that person will give you the easement before you close. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, this is just one problem, you know, to Yeah, right? It seems like every piece of property I'm buying right now is needs an affidavit of airship, too. Yeah. And I, can, um, I have actually passed on a deal in Alabama, and I think at the time, because the title company I was closing through was like, oh, affidavit, airship affidavit in Alabama is next to impossible to get done. Okay. And I backed out of that one and that was like two or three years ago okay um and now they're you know I, I make it seem so easy but, mm-hmm. but we go back to the sellers and and they're, they're like well i'm 90
0: yeah <laughs>
1: everyone that knew blah 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 has been dead <laughs> for 10 years like there's no way that's going to happen yeah and so we just go down that road too like okay yeah. let's start Goog- google's your best friend really yeah i always especially then i go all the way back to like the oklahoma deal the fn oklahoma deal yeah. I remember like Google uh, Google obituaries. Google obituaries. <laughs> That'll get you all the information you need.
0: Always look up the obituaries, <laughs> and I, you know, that one with that was a that was a tough one with the obituaries. And then I always go back to when I was at an officer for the railroad, and I did level five investigations. They were like hearing for union guys, and I had a guy turn in eight faked obituaries for him taking off for his brothers and sisters dying. <laughs> so uh, I just went blank on what the term was when somebody takes off for that. Um bereavement thank you peyton god i'd love having her here it's amazing sometimes it's the, it's in the bun i think she's just making up for her earlier mistake yeah uh, of the wrong date early. the, the wrong date she's make, making up for that one she's, she's yeah. just she's <laughs> uh, but yeah for bereavement so he he claimed bereavement pay and stuff for thing. he just took random pictures of people and then and, and copied and pasted the things and like it didn't even have like copied the obituaries but the name that was the same as his and they didn't even have the same dad and moms and stuff. And I started asking the questions like, you're not named as a brother and sister. But, you know, that the, the obituaries do tell you that. They tell you next to kin that are out there. And that's what most of the title companies do or that's what the courts will start with when they get a, P, a private investigator involved to start looking and chasing these people down. And that happens sometimes when you're talking about undivided interest and having to do those par, uh, partition suits. Mm-hmm. So, again, there's money in the problems. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it takes a little time. Yeah, and then I always figured if
1: all else fails, I'd just tell my wife that there's a girl that has a crush on me that lives in right, that you can't find. Nope. <laughs> nope. The <laughs> state will get burned down. But, I mean, they'll go full FBI mode, you know. They'll, <laughs> she'll find anybody.
0: Yes, she will. Yeah, and I, I know I,
1: I'm not, like, a, alone in that. There's many, many people's wives who are, are FBI agents just in the, the making. My wife is not. She's <laughs> like, good,
0: take him. <laughs> He's a pain in the ass. So, yeah. it's – uh, man, I, I love that you're saying that, and I, and I love the – the reinvigorated, like just getting into it, and quit just just sitting on the top, eating the fat, the the whipped cream on top of the pie, but actually getting into the crust of it. Because again, that's that's what makes the difference between a successful land investor and one that's not, is the willing to get your your hands a little dirty and raise your sleeves up and do a little bit of work every now and again. Mm-hmm.
1: Even though we're spoiled, spoiled people don't like to get their hands dirty,
0: but I mean. Sometimes we bougie, sometimes, some, just, sometimes we hood. That's right. I mean, I worked on the railroad, so you know we can, we can do both. <laughs> With your designer boots. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. Well, so Rocket Printing uh, Rocket Printing mails having their si- uh, their sale. They've got sale on one letter, two page, one page, uh, different types of envelopes if you're trying to try some stuff out. So go check that out this week.
1: All right, guys. Well, that's it. Uh, As always, do a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all the places. Like, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. We love you. See you next Friday.
0: See you guys.